blessed part three. If you've lived for any amount of time, you know that mistakes are inevitable. Sometimes you just do wrong without any regard for the consequences. And, and other times you can know the consequences and still do whatever you were going to do anyway. We make a decision to take our medicine and do whatever we have to just to enjoy or tolerate the thing we are about to do. For some of us, that one choice changed the rest of our lives. It led us down a path of disappointment, heartache, and pain. It may have cost us a marriage, a job, a relationship with some close friend, or we may just have to live with the guilt of that moment for the rest of our lives. No matter the outcome, it cost us more than we wanted to pay. And as I get older and counsel people, I realize more and more why God said, leave the tree of knowledge of good and evil alone. Choices are difficult. Sometimes what looks good turns out to be bad and other times what looks to be bad turns out good. There seems to be no rhyme or reason to the process. For instance, have you ever had to tell a small lie to save a situation from catastrophe? We all have at one time or another. The problem with that scenario is that it's still a lie and we've been commanded by God not to lie. But what about helping somebody out of a crisis only to be turned into a villain when it's all said and done. Now you're mad, hurt, confused, and disgruntled. And if that were not enough, how do you negotiate good and evil amid social issues, historical context, family lineage, political platforms, and public service? Y'all, it is a mess. Trying to understand it all is mind-boggling. But when we look at Jesus... It has the possibility of making sense. He said in John 16, 33, in the world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Our comfort or solace amid this life is the faithfulness of Jesus. God has a way of redeeming the time and making something good out of a mess. That's why we're blessed, y'all, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when we come and blessed when we go. Psalm 23 verse 3 says, he restores my soul. The mistakes we've made over the course of our life have a tendency uh, to weigh us down. They keep us from reaching our greatest potential. We can't move forward for looking back. Every decision is colored by what we have or have not done. If you're an addict, people judge you based on what you did. If you have an affair, you're judged on your poor judgment. If you don't spend enough time with your children, then you are a negligent parent. If you work too much and don't give enough compliments, you are an unsympathetic spouse. And the list goes on and on and on. There is this constant barrage of good and evil issues hanging over our head. But thank God being blessed means we have an alternative. There is another solution to the paradox of our lives. God restores our soul. That means God works on our condition from the inside out. He does something on the inside of us that changes how we see ourselves and the world we live in. He restores our soul. To restore means that God brings our inward being into right alignment. What was out of place and out of sorts now has a fixed and stable place to belong. The imbalance of the choices we've made have been adjusted so that what was out of sorts now has clarity and purpose. 
Isn't it just like our shepherd to take the hurts, pains, and bad choices we made and fix them so that all we have left is a residue of what we've gone through? Our shepherd, I'm telling you, restores our soul, not just our actions, but the place our actions came from. What we do comes, y'all, from an appetite driven in a particular direction. It has a place of origin. And while the things we have done may be listed as mistakes, they came from somewhere. Down deep in the nooks and crannies of our soul, they were looming, waiting for the moment to give expression to what we thought or wanted. But our shepherd is so awesome that he readjusts our appetite so that what we want is more of what he is. That is why he not only restores our soul, but he leads us in the paths of righteousness. To know what to do is one thing, but to do them is another thing entirely. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. What that's really saying is that we think we know what we're doing, but in actuality, we don't. It seems right. It looks right. It feels right. It has all the right pieces, but it's not quite right. If we are ever going to be, or if we're ever going to lead lives that have true purpose and intention, we must be led down paths of righteousness. We must submit to our shepherd's hand. That means he leads us down paths that stand erect and tall. They are straight and not crooked. They have life and meaning, not just existence. God's paths lead to life everlasting. They not only give us something to do, listen, but they inform us as we go. Our shepherd leads us in paths of righteousness. And here's something to take into account. While our shepherd leads us to paths that look like death sometimes, you know, because we got to give up stuff, we got to die to ourselves. They're really leading us to life both on this side and the next. For as we die to self, we find comfort, provision, care, and rest in the pasture the shepherd provides. We drink from the fountain that never runs dry. His love is perfected in us so that we have no fear. But why does he do it? What, what is the motivating factor behind this care and concern? We know our shepherd loves us. We know that he provides for us. But what is the motivating factor behind it all? Here it is. You ready? He does it for his name's sake. When all else fails, when life is at its worst, when it seems all is lost, you can count on the Lord upholding his great name. When Israel did wrong, God preserved them for his name's sake. When they thought they were never going to get out of bondage, God turned it all around for his name's sake. That means God's name must not fail, fall, or falter. It must represent a particular standard no matter where you hear it. So if you are wondering what it means to be blessed, that's it. Because of Jesus, listen, we wear his name. And for his name's sake, we will be restored, led in righteous paths while we rest in the Lord's pasture safe from the tyranny of the enemy. All because the Lord is our shepherd. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food.